Hello, welcome to episode seven of Messianic Mysteries Revealed. Welcome to this podcast. Our goal and purpose for this podcast is to make known the vast wealth of the prophetic scriptures that reveal the true Messiah. There's only one, the Lord Jesus Christ, or in Hebrew, of course, it's Yeshua HaMashiach. Now, we're going through over 300 prophetic details, and we've gone through about 70 of them. Now, there are over 300 prophetic details written hundreds of years ahead of time that were fulfilled by the Lord Jesus Christ, and this podcast is going to reveal many of these amazing, powerful mysteries. I just want to go real quick to you in, in, uh, to Luke 24 and explain what Jesus said to his disciples, and that's why we're doing this podcast, right? Then he said to them, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. So this podcast and all these episodes that we've we've been doing are here so that you may comprehend the powerful word of God, that you may comprehend and understand the mighty scriptures that were fulfilled by the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at verse 46 of the same Luke 24. Look at it again. Then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. Notice he didn't say, uh, you know, it's kind of cool that I did this. He said it was necessary. This, is a, this, was, this was a must-win situation for Jesus. A must win. He wanted to win your heart, win your mind, win your soul. He wanted to win humanity back to the Father. Verse 47, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. What? Not just, not just forgiveness of sins, not just remission of sins, but repentance and remission of sins. Repentance is changing your mind. It's, the word in Greek is metanoia. You know metamorphosis? You know how bu- butterflies go through metamorphosis? That's changing their bodies. Well, metanoia is changing your mind. You must change your mind about Jesus Christ. You must change your mind about returning to the Father. You must change your mind about serving your own self and your own lust and follow after Jesus. So that's why we're doing this podcast. In our last episode, we left off with the 70th prophetic detail from Psalm 16, verse 10, that the Messiah was not to see corruption. And of course, that was fulfilled in Acts 2, verse 31. Now we're going to the 71st prophetic detail, Psalm 16, verses 9 through 11, that the Messiah was to rise from the dead. He was to arise from the dead. John 20, verse 9, that's the fulfillment. And we know, and we are sure that this occurred and this happened. And we know that in Psalm 17, verse 15, which is the 72nd prophetic detail, yes, the 72nd prophetic detail is that David understood that there was a resurrection coming and it was predicted. In Luke 24, verse 6 is the fulfillment of that. The 73rd prophetic detail is Psalm 18, verses 2 through 3. The Messiah was called the horn of salvation. That was fulfilled in Luke 1, 69 through 71. The 74th prophetic detail was in Psalm 22, verse 1, forsaken because of sins of others. That was fulfilled in 2 Corinthians 5 through 21. Now, because there's so many prophetic details in Psalm 22, we're going to read the whole psalm before we go over all the other details there. 
So let's go to Psalm chapter 22, beginning at verse 1. Now, this psalm was written 1,000 years B.C., penned by King David, but birthed by the Holy Spirit through him. You'll probably recognize the first verse. The first verse Jesus quoted out loud from the cross, and the rest of it he quoted internally to himself. But listen to verse 1 of Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me? And the words of my groaning. Let's go on. Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear. And in the night season, and I'm not silent, but you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not ashamed. But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. All those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying, he trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. But you are he who took me out of the womb. You made me trust while on my mother's breast. I was cast upon you from birth. From my mother's womb, you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They gape at me with their mouths like a raging and roaring lion. I am poured out like water. And all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue clings to my jaws. You have brought me to the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. The congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look and stare at me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far from me. O my strength, hasten to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life, from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth and from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him and fear him. All you offspring of Israel, for he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, nor has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him, he heard. My praise shall be of you in the great assembly. I will pay my vows before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations shall worship before you. For the kingdom is the Lord's and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth shall eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust shall bow before him, even he who cannot keep himself alive. A posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted of the Lord to the next generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has done 
this. O Lord, my God, what a powerful, powerful psalm. It has so many prophetic details of the crucifixion, of the resurrection, of the, of the glory of Jesus Christ. Let's go over them now. We already touched on the 74th prophetic detail in Psalm 22.1, forsaken because of the sins of others. That was fulfilled in 2 Corinthians 5.21. But let's go on. The 75th prophetic detail, that he would be forsaken. Psalm 22.1, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That was fulfilled in Matthew 27, verse 46. Look at the 76th prophetic detail. That darkness was upon Calvary for three hours. Psalm 22, verse 2. That was fulfilled in Matthew of 27, verse 45. The 77th prophetic detail was in Psalm 22, verse 7, that they shoot out the lip and shake the head. They mocked the Messiah. That was fulfilled in Matthew 27, verse 39 through 44. The 78th prophetic detail was that they would mock him before trusting in God, verse Verse 8 in Psalm 22 says, He trusted in him, let him deliver him. What a mockery. And that was fulfilled in Matthew 27, verse 43. The 79th prophetic detail was that he would be born the Savior. Psalm 22, verse 9 through 10. And the fulfillment is Luke 2, verse 7. The 80th, yes, the 80th prophetic detail was that they would seek his death. Psalm 22, verse 12 and 13. And that was fulfilled in John 19, verse 6. The 81st prophetic detail, that his blood would be poured out when they pierced his side. That was Psalm 22, verse 14, fulfilled in John chapter 14, verse 34. The 82nd prophetic detail was that he would suffer agony on Calvary. Psalm 22, verse 14 through 15. That was fulfilled. Look at Mark chapter 15, verse 34 and 37. The 83rd prophetic detail would be that he thirsted while on the cross. Psalm 22, verse 15, fulfilled in John 19, verse 28. The 84th prophetic detail was that they pierced his hands and his feet. That was in Psalm 22, verse 16, fulfilled in John 19, verse 34 through 37, in John 20, verse 27. The, the 85th prophetic detail was Psalm 22, 17 through 18. They stripped him before the stairs of men, fulfilled in Luke 23, verses 34 through 35. The 86th prophetic detail was Psalm 80 or Psalm 22, verse 18. They parted his garments. Chapter 19 of John, verse 23 and 24, was the fulfillment of that. They gambled for his garments. Uh, the 87th prophetic detail was from Psalm 22, verse 20 and 21. He committed himself to God on the cross. Look at Luke 23, verse 46. The 88th prophetic detail was Psalm 22, verse 20 and 21. Satanic power would be bruising the Redeemer's heel. Of course, that was fulfilled out of Genesis all the way to Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. The 89th prophetic detail, his resurrection was declared from Psalm 22, 22, and that was fulfilled in John 20, verse 17. The 90th prophetic detail, he shall be governor of the nations. Psalm 22, 27 through 28 was fulfilled in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. 
the 91st prophetic detail was in Psalm 22, verse 31. Remember, he said, it is finished. It is accomplished. Look at John 19, 13. The 92nd prophetic detail is coming up in Psalm 23. The 23rd Psalm, you know it. I, the Lord is my shepherd. The 92nd prophetic detail is Psalm 23, when I am the good shepherd, John 10, verse 11, and 1 Peter 2, verse 25. The 93rd prophetic scripture was this, his exaltation was predicted in Psalm 24, verse 3. And that fulfillment was Acts 111 and Philippians 2, 9. The 94th prophetic detail would be Psalm 30, verse 3. His resurrection was predicted, and that was fulfilled in Acts 2, verse 32. The 95th prophetic detail was Psalm 31, verse 5, where, where the psalmist said, Into your hands I commit my spirit. The Messiah said that in Luke 23, verse 46. The 96th prophetic detail was Psalm 31, verse 11. His acquaintances fled from him. Mark 14, verse 50. Read that. The 97th prophetic detail is, was in Psalm 31, verse 13. They took counsel to put him to death. Look at Matthew 27, 1 and John 11, verse 53. The 98th prophetic detail was in Psalm 31, verse 14 and 15. They mocked him, but he said, He trusted in God, let him deliver him. And that was fulfilled in Matthew 27, verse 43. The 99th prophetic detail was in Psalm 34, verse 20. Remember, this is a thousand years B.C., that the Messiah would not have a bone broken, even though that was already talked about in Exodus, about the Lamb of God. This is now fulfilled again, or prophesied again in Psalm 34, verse 20. And the fulfillment was in John 19, verse 31 and through 36. The hundredth prophetic detail is Psalm 35, verse 11. False witnesses rose up against him. Look at Matthew 26, verses 59. My friends, I must explain something to you. All these prophetic details are showing forth the glory of a timeless God. Only a timeless creator could share with us ahead of time these incredible details that were fulfilled accurately. Let me just say this to you. Men want to reach to heaven, and we can't get there. As a matter of fact, remember in Genesis, maybe you've heard the story of the Tower of Babel. Men tried to build the tower to heaven. Men always try to reach for something glorious, something they can attain, something they can do with their own hands. But my friends, none of us, none of us could ever have reached heaven. So ready? Heaven came down to us. Jesus, who was in heaven with God, became a man, became a baby. Do you remember the Tower of Babel? Men tried to build their way to heaven, but we can never do that. It's kind of like this. Can you imagine all humanity on the coast or many millions of people on the coast of California trying to swim to Hawaii? None of this could make it. 
Maybe a few of you would make 20 miles. Maybe a few of you would make 30. Maybe a few of you wouldn't even make one mile. But no one could make it. So ready? Hawaii came to California. In other words, Jesus came down from heaven. And ready? There's a bridge from California to Hawaii now. You know, we don't have to swim. We can walk. Jesus is the bridge to heaven. My friends, you cannot swim to Hawaii and you cannot make it to heaven. So get on the bridge. Get on the bridge. Heaven came down to us. It's from top to bottom. It's not from bottom to top. Do you remember when Jesus died? The veil in the temple was rent, not was torn from top to bottom. This is a heaven to earth thing. It's not an earth to heaven thing. Man cannot attain heaven. So heaven came down. I bless you in Jesus' name. This is episode seven. See me in episode eight very soon. This is Harry Leith or Hal Leith. My nickname's Hal. Harry Leith, L-E-A-T-H. Hopefully I will see you in our next episode. Have a great day. Because I read it in the big black Bible. I read it in the big black Bible. Words in red. What Jesus said. Because I read it in the big black Bible. I read it in the big black Bible. Jesus bled. Rose from the dead. Jesus, he gave us his life just to free.